Shalom to all. Today's office Baba Kamata Chav Tess, and we are starting Chav Ches Amar Beis about nine lines off at the bottom with the words of Yehuda Eimer Meschav and Chai Vechulu. That's a quote from the Mishnah. And today's office sponsor Lilu Nishmas Marsh Meim Sarabas Rabbi Yaakov Moshe Her Neshama Should Have an Aliyah and Lilu Nishmas Rabbi Yechmiel Mardechai Ben Rabchaim His Neshama Should Have an Aliyah. Now the Mishnah taught that if Reuven's pitcher broke in the Shul Sarabim and Shimon got damaged, then Reuven's Chayiv. However, Rabbi Yehuda argued that this is only if Reuven was Meschavin, but if he wasn't Meschavin, then he's Potter. So the Gemara analyzes what this means. Hechida Meschavin. What does that mean, Meschavin? So I'm a Rabbi. Rabbi says, it means he has kavana to lower it below his shoulder, meaning Reuven's walking the Shusarabim. He decides he wants to lower the pitcher off of his shoulder, and he trips and the pitcher breaks. And he's chayv because he tripped. However, Amalei Abayabai told him, that's mashma, the mechayv rameir afilu nifshara, the rameir would mechayv even if the pitcher disintegrated. In other words, if this is the case of Rabbi Yehudim in, that means that if the person did not have kavana to lower the pitcher off his shoulder, he simply was walking, and the pitcher just disintegrated in his hands, and afterwards somebody got damaged, then Rabbi Yehudim would say he's putter. But that means Rabbi Meir, Who's a Tanakama who argues the Rabbi Huda would say that a person would be chayv for such a case? How could that be? Amalei told him, "In yes, mechayv by Rabbi Meir, a few ozne biyadai. Rabbi Meir's mechayv even if the ear of the pitcher is in his hand." So he responded, "Am I? Why is that so? Anusu, that's an oynes. And if a person is an oynes, something happened that was beyond his control. The tire potters him. Dichse because the pasuk says, "Ulan arale sasadavar," and nothing happens to the nara. This is referring to nara marasa. She's engaged, and someone violates her, so she's not chayv misa in that case. And that's because it was an oynes. And bechitim, if you want to suggest that's only in regards to killing, meaning we're not going to kill her, which is what we would do if she did it on purpose, but in regards to Nuzakin, even if a person is an Oynes, they'd be Chayiv, that's not true, because Vatanya of Abraset says, if a person's pitcher broke in the Shus Rabim, and he didn't remove all these pieces, if his camel fell, and he didn't stand it up, and then someone got damaged on it, so if Meir's Machayiv with this damage that happens, the owner's Potter, meaning we can't schlep this guy to Bezdin and make him pay, but in Shemayim, they will be Machayiv him, Meaning he's going to give the Nevachashbin after 120. However, agreed of Mayor, if he took a stone knife or bundle and put it on his roof, and it fell off because it was blown by regular wind, that he would be high for that, because that's not an oinus, he should have known that's going to be blown off the roof. And mother of Mayor agrees that if he brought his pictures up to his roof to dry them out, and they fell off because they were blown by not normal wind, it was much stronger than usual, so he couldn't have a Assuming this would happen, Vizika and the damage to Putter, that he'd be Putter. And that's a clear case of Nizak, and that's an Ines, that the person's Putter. How could you say that Rav Meir would be Machayev in a case of Ines in our Mishnah? So Allah Rabbi Abaye says, Betarti Pligi. Rav Meir and Rabbi Huda our Mishnah argue in two separate cases. Pligi Bishas Nafila, Pligi Lach Nafila. They argue if a damage happened, Bishas Nafila, when the pitcher fell or immediately afterwards, and they argue Lach Nafila, meaning after some time a damage happened. Pligi Bishas Nafila, the argument in regards to Shas Nafila is Beniskal Pashea, in regards to when a person trips, is he considered a Marsov Rav Meir holds Niska Pashea that if a person trips, he's considered a Pashea because a person has to be careful where he's walking and he has to make sure to chart his path very clearly. And if he trips, it's his fault. And that's why he'd be Chayav according to Rav Meir, even though he tripped. And Marsov Rav Behuda holds Niska Lav Pashehu that tripping is not a Pashea and that's why he's Putter. And Pligilach and Afila, they argue even after Nafila. And what's that argument? But Mavkar Nizakov, when a person is Mavkar something of his that could damage. Marsov Mavkar Nizakov Chayev. Rav Meir holds that if a person is Mavkar something of his that could damage, he's still Chayev. And that means even if he's Mavkar the water or the pitcher, He'd be chai for that if it damages. Whereas Umar Savar, Rabbi Yehuda holds, Pater, he's Pater. And Abai says, Umimai, how do I know that this is what the Mishnah is saying, that there's two different cases? Make Tani Tarti, because the Mishnah mentions two cases. If a person slipped on the water, or if he got damaged on the shards of pottery. Well, those are the same cases. That's basically saying that someone got damaged on this whole situation that happened. Why does the Mishnah mention these two separate cases? It must be, says Abai, this is what the Mishnah is saying. If a person slipped on the water, meaning just 
lost as the pitcher broke and the water spilled over the floor. Someone slipped on that. Or a person got damaged on the shards of pottery after it fell, and Rabbi and Rabbi Huda argue in both of these scenarios. Now, just explain that when Rabbi Huda and our Mishnah says that he's chayv b'meschavin, so in the first case that means that he intended to break it and it damaged as it was falling slash breaking, then he's chayv. But if he didn't intend to break it, rather he just intended to lower it from his shoulder and it broke in the process and damaged, he's putter because niskal lav paishaya. And again, that's the first case that they argue in, and the Gemara is going to get to Rabbi Huda's explanation in the second case. However, now the Gemara asks. From the fact that we're saying the Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Huda argue in two different cases in our Mishnah, that's Mashma, the Rabbi Meir and the Rabbanon argue in two different cases in the Brisa. Well, let's analyze that because what are the two cases mentioned in the Brisa? Number one is that his pitcher broke and he didn't clean it up. And number two is that his camel fell and he didn't lift his camel up. So, Bishlam Akada, we understand in the case where his pitcher broke and he didn't clean it up, we can split that up into two different scenarios. One is where it damaged Bishas Nafila, one is where it damaged Lachar Nafila, just like our Mishnah. Al Gamali, but in regards to his camel, falling, it's good, we can find the case where it damaged after it fell, we find that, that he was mafkir the nevela. Let's say his camel fell and died, and he just left the nevela there, and he was mafkir it. So the same machlekes, Rav Meir and Rav Yehuda argue about in the Mishnah, of mafkir and Zakov, it would be the same machlekes, Rav Meir and the Rabbanon, in the Brayseh. Where do we find that there'd be an argument in between Rav Meir and the Rabbanon in regards to Shas Nefila of the camel? So Rav Meir suggests, you're going to offer my Asadinara, referring to where the camel is walking in water, by way of the overflow of the river. In other words, the owner let the camel down the path, but the river had overflowed over the path and the camel tripped. And that's a case of Niskal Peshea or Niskal Lav Peshea. The Gemara says, what's the case? If there was another path that the owner could have taken his camel on, Peshea who? According to everybody, he's considered a Peshea. Why did he take his camel on this overflowed path? And if there's no other way for the owner to bring his camel, except for on this path, Anosu. So the owner is an Oynas. He's not a Peshea. How's it that we can have Machlekes about this case? So Gemara says, right, El Askil. We're talking about where the owner himself tripped. And his camel tripped on him. So that's where we would have Machlekas, Rav Meir and Rabbanon revolving around Niskal Pashea or Niskal Lav Pashea. Now we go back to Rabbi Yehuda and our Mishnah in the second Machlekas that they argue in. Mafkar Nezakov, my Mishavin Eka. Where do we have the case of Mishavin in the case of Mafkar Nezakov? Remember, Rabbi Yehuda and our Mishnah said that the only time he's Chayef is if he was Mishavin. And we had said that one of the cases in our Mishnah is referring to Mafkar Nezakov, where the person was Mafkar something that he left in the Rosh Rabbin that could damage. Now, how does having Kavana play into that? So Rabbi Yehuda and Yosef answer is, we're talking about where he has kavana to be zaycha in the pieces that broke. Lachain Amar Avashi, Avashi also says, In other words, Mishavan in this case does not mean that he was Mishavan for the damage. It means that he had kavana to keep the broken pieces. So in that scenario, he's chayv if they damage. But if he's not Mishavan, meaning he has no intention to keep the broken pieces, then that means he's mafkir them and he's potter when they damage. Because we said, Rabbi Huda hold mafkir nizakov potter. Amar Blazar says, About whether or not the owner is going to be chayv is Bishas Nafila. Ask the Gemara, well, achar nefila, my. So what are you saying in regards to damage that happens achar nefila? Did I call potter? You want to say everyone agrees that the owner would be potter for that damage? How could you say that? Well, Iker of Meir de Mechayev. We have a mayor of the Brisa that's Mechayev, even achar nefila. Elamai, rather you want to say that did I call chayev? That everyone agrees that achar nefila is chayev? How could you say that? Well, Karabon and the Patri. The Rabbon and the Brisa say that achar nefila, the owner would be potter. Elamai, Bishas nefila, what did Rabbon mean when he said Bishas nefila? Af Bashas Nafila, he really means to say that they argue even when it happens Bashas Nafila, meaning not only do they argue Achar Nafila, but also Bashas Nafila, and the Mizra Blazar is telling us exactly like Abaye said, which is their Ameir and their Abanan, or of Meir and Rabbi Yudin our Mishnah, are arguing in two separate scenarios, Bashas Nafila and Laachar Nafila. Chafta Sambez on top, Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan says, Laachar Nafila, Machlaikas. Machlaikas are Meir and Rabbanan is only Achar Nafila. Ask the Gemara, well, Bashas Nafila, my. So what would the Halacha be Bashas Nafila? Did I call Putter? Does that mean everyone would say that he's Putter? How could you say that? 
Rabbi Yechanan Kaman, from the fact that Rabbi Yechanan said later on, commenting on a Mishnah on Daflamid Aleph, don't say that that Mishnah over there is a mayor. Damar Niskal Peshehu, that says that Niskal is Peshea, that even if a person trips, he's considered Peshea. And what do we learn from the statement of Rabbi Yechanan? Mechlad Rav Meir Mechayev. That's Mashmir Rav Meir would be Mechayev, even Bashas Nefila, even though he was a Niskal. So how could you say that Rav Meir would agree that he's Potter in that case? Alamai, rather, what would you say? Divra call Chayev? That if it damaged Bashas Nefila, everyone would agree that he's Chayev? How could you say that? Come on. In fact, Rabbi Yechanan said later on, this thing we just quoted from him, don't say the Mishnah is Rav Meir, the Amr Niskal Peshehu, who says that in Niskal, someone who trips is Peshea, well, Mechlal, that's Mashma, the Pater Rabbanon, that the Rabbanon Pater when a person's Niskal. So that means that Peshas Nefila, the Rabbanon would Pater. So Gemara answers, what's Rabbi Yechanan teaching us? That when a person's Mafkir his Nizakin over here, meaning when he has something in Rosh Hashanah that could damage, and he's Mafkir it, who the Pater Rabbanon, it's only in this case that the Rabbanon Pater to Anus who because he's an Aynas. But in the standard case, if a person's Mafkir something of his that he puts in the Rosh Hashanah that could damage, Mechaivi, the Rabbanon would be Mechaiv in that case. For example, if a person took something of his, intentionally threw it into the Rosh Hashanah, and there was Mafkirit, in that case, Rabbana would be Mechaiv. And that's what Rabbi Yechanan is saying. I will continue talking about Mafkir Nizakov. Itmar was stated, Mafkir Nizakov, if a person's Mafkir something of his that could damage, Rabbi Yechanan or Blazer, Rabbi Yechanan or Blazer argue about this. Chadamur one says, Chaif, he's Chaif for it if it damages, even though he was Mafkirit. Chadamur Potter, and the other one says that he's Potter, because he was Mafkirit. The Gemara suggests, Let's say that the one who's Mechaiv holds like Rav Meir, and the one who holds your Potter is like the Rabbanon. So Gemara says, not so quick. According to Rav Meir, no one argues the Mafkir Nizakov is Chaiv. The Machlaikis is in Shitas Rabbanon. Manda Potter, Kerabbanon. The one that says the Mafkir Nizakov is Potter, he holds like the Rabbanon. Whereas Manda Mechaiv, the one who holds the Mafkir Nizakov is Chaiv, he would tell you, I know the Amriyafil Rabbanon. I could even hold like the Rabbanon in a standard case. And I would just explain that I can only Potter Rabbanon El Mafkir Nizakov the Hacha. The Rabbanon only Potter Mafkir Nizakov in this case, Misham the Anasu, because he's an Oynas for tripping and his thing breaking, for example. Aval Mafkir Nizakov the Alma, but in the standard case of Mafkir Nizakov, Mechaiv, the Rabbanon would be Mechaiv, and that's where the Rabbanon would be like that Manda Amr as well. Now the Gemara suggests the same to Rabbi Lazar, who the Amr Chayiv. Let's try to conclude that Rabbi Lazar is the one who holds that Mafkir Nizakov is Chayiv. The Amr Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Lazar said the name Rabbi Shmuel. Shnei Dvarim and Rishus Shlaadam. There are two things that are not really in the Rishus of a person. Vasan a cause of Kiluhein Rishusai, and the Pasuk treats it as if they're in his Rishus to be Mechayiv him. Veiluhein, and these are them. Bar Rishus Rabim, a bar that a person digs in the Rishus Rabim. Vachametz Mishesh Shaisulamala, and Chametz from six hours and on. Now let's just explain these backwards. We know that Erev Pesach from the sixth hour and on, all Chametz is completely usher. No one's allowed to have benefit from it. And that means that even if a person technically owns Chametz, now he doesn't own it anymore. It's not his because he can't benefit from it. But still we say the person's over by Yerobah Yimotzeh if he has Chametz after six hours. So again, even though it's not his, the Pasuk treats it as if it says to be of him. Now what's the case of Barbara Shesarabim? So a person went and he dug a pit in Shesarabim. Now even though the pit's not his, he dug in public domain and he doesn't own the pit, he's still Chayiv if something gets damaged in it. So we see that Mafkir Nizakov is Chayiv. The Gemara says, you're right, to Stayim, this is conclusive proof that Rabbi is the one that holds that Mafkir Nizakov is Chayiv. Ask him, hold on one second. We Amr Rabbi How does Rabbi really say that? But Amr Rabbi says the opposite. Dinan, we have a mission that says, if a person takes a piece of dung that's in the Rosh Hashanah and he turns it over, and then someone else gets damaged on it, he's Chayiv for that damage. Rabbi says, that's only if he had Kavana to be Zaycha in this dung. But if he didn't have Kavana to be Zaycha in this dung, Potter, so he's Potter. Now, what do we learn from here? Alma Mafkin is of Potter. We see that if a person's Mafkin is Nizakin, he's Potter. And that's Shitas Rabbi Lazar. So Amr Avada Brava, Avada Brava answers, no, this case is different. Shechzir Lim Kaima, we're talking about where the person put it back in its original place. The Hainu Ruvin's walking down the street, he sees a pile of dung, he flips it over a couple of times, moving it over there, and then he moves it back to its original place, and afterwards, Shemin got damaged on it. So it's not considered like his at all, and this doesn't even fall in the category of Mafkin Nizakov. And that's why he's Potter according to Rabbi Lazar. And Amr Avina, Avina said, Mashal Dravada Brava, 
What's a muscle, a good way to describe what Ravada Brava is saying? Lamaita Barmagola, if a person finds an uncovered pit in the Rishus Rabbim, Viki So, and he went and covered it, and then he uncovered it again. So he's not high for that. However, Amalim Marzotra Bridger of Marla Ravino, Marzotra Bridger of Mari told Ravino, Me dummy, is that comparable? Your muscle to Ravada Brava's case has no shaykhes. Hasam over there in the case of the uncovered pit, which Ruvain then covered and then uncovered, the original Misa was never removed, meaning the original Misa of digging the pit and making this bar in the Rishos Arabim, that was never undone, and that's still connected to the one who dug the pit. And that's why Ruvain, the one who covered it and uncovered subsequently, is not Chayev. But Hacha over here, in the case of moving the dung around, is Taglumas Rishon. The original Misa is removed. It's not here anymore. Because the moment that the animal dropped its droppings in the Rishos Arabim, that's the Misa Rishon. Now that Misa Rishon is not here anymore, and Ruvain takes it and moves it here and then moves it back, he should be Chayev for that. Rather, Mazuch Raider of Mari says, Holoi Dami, this case is only comparable, Elo, to the following. Lamaita Barmagola, to a person who finds an uncovered pit, Utmama, and he filled up the entire pit, and now there's no more pit at all. Because of Chafra, and then he re-dug the pit, over there he removed the original Misa, and now it's in his Rishos. And that actually would be a standard case of Mafkin Zakov. It's considered like his pit, because he re-dug it, and so we see the Rebbe Lazar potters him. So we see the Rebbe Lazar holds that Mafkin Zakov is potter, not Chayev. Rashi answers differently. We're talking about Ruvain took this pile of dung and he flipped it over less than three tvachim, meaning he didn't lift it three tvachim above the ground. And since it was never lifted three tvachim above the ground, that means he's not kainet and it doesn't belong to him. And that's why he's potter for it. However, if when he lifted it less than three tvachim above the ground, he had intention to be kainet, then he actually would be chayev for this damaging. And that would be Rabbi the Mafkin Zakov is chayev. And Alec just asked, What's the pressure for Rabbi Lazar? Look, mate, explain this case. For example, that he turned over this pile of dung and he lifted it up less than three tvachim. And the time, the only reason why he would be chayv for this is the chinas chavon because he had kavanah to be zaychen it. Ha emis chavon But if he never had kavanah to be zaychen it, loy, then he wouldn't be chayv for it because that means he's not kainet. Look, why does Rabbi just establish this case with something simpler? Lamalmi gimel that he lifted it above three tvachim, but afan gav the loy even though he didn't have kavanah to be zaychen it. In other words, why is Rabbi are making this more complicated than necessary? Instead of saying that he didn't pick it up more than three, and the only reason why he'd be chayv is because he dafka had intention to be kainet, just say that he did pick it up more than three, and even if he had no intention to be kainet, he is, because he left it up more than three, and therefore he's chayev. Rama Rav Rav answers, Masis and Kashi say, Rabbi had a problem with this, because my area hafach, why do you have to say that he flipped over these glalim, this dung? Listen, Hagbe, just simply say that he lifted it up. Elosh, Mamino, must be that call hafach, that if a person flips something over, lamatim shleishahu, it means he's doing so, lifting it up less than three tvachim above the ground, and that's why Rabbi had to explain it like this, not referring to picking it up more than three tvachim, because he was only he wasn't Magbiyah. And we continue discussing Mafgir Nezakov. Umid Rablazar Amar Chayev, from the fact that we just seem to prove that Rablazar holds that Mafgir Nezakov is Chayev, or Rabbiachan Amar Potter. That's Mash where Rabbiachan holds that Mafgir Nezakov is Potter. Well, that's a problem because in Yom Rabbiachan Achi, does Rabbiachan really say that? But Tanan, we have a mission that says, Matsinis Akais Vesuchis, a person hides a thorn or a piece of glass in their Shusarabim, Bagada Gedra Bakaitzim, or a person makes a fence out of thorns, and that's the key case that we're going to be focusing on, Bagadar Shanafal Shusarabim, or a person's fence that fell into their Shusarabim, Puzak Ben Acher, and somebody got damaged on them. The fellow is chayv for this damage. Now, said, This case of the fence made out of thorns is only talking about if they were poking out into the Rishos Rabbim. But if he limited them to his Rishos and they weren't poking out into the Rishos Rabbim, Putters and the owner of the thorn fence is Putter. Now, what do we see from here? Why is it that when he limited the thorn fence to his Rishos that he'd be Putter if somebody got damaged on it? Isn't it because that it's considered a bar, but this bar is in his Rishos and a bar that's in his own Rishos? 
he's potter for? Well, Michlal, that's mashma, the chiyuv of the bar b'shosarabim ho. The chiyuv one has to pay for his bar damaging is because that bar's in the shosarabim. Well, what do we see from there? Alma, that seems to tell us, the mafkin is of chayiv. If a person mafkir something that he owns that could damage, he's chayiv. More simply put, if a person has a bar in shosarabim, he's chayiv for it. And the only reason why over here he's potter for his thorn fence damaging is because his thorn fence, which is a bar, is in his property. But if it was in the shosarabim, he'd be chayiv for it. And the clearly shows us that Rabbi Yechen holds mafkin is of chayiv, not potter. So Mar says, that's not true. Really, I would tell you then, she's Rabbi Yechanan, if a person's mafkir is nizakim, he's potter. And with Samtim, my time of potter, why is it that when he's with Samtim, when he keeps his thorn fence in his property, he's potter for it damaging? That's Mishum to Itmar Allah because it was stated on that. Because it's not normal for a person to rub against the wall. And that's why if a person rubs up against his thorn fence and gets damaged, he's potter. But not because the bar is in his Roshasayachid, but if it was in Roshasarab, he'd be chayv for it. Really, if it was in Roshasarab, he'd be potter for it as well because Mafkin Zakov is potter according to Rabbi Yechanan. But the market team is asking, does Rabbi Yechanan really say that? The Mafkin Zakov is potter? But Rabbi Yechanan said, The halacha is like a stam Mishnah, meaning if we have a Mishnah that doesn't have a Tana's name attached to it, the halacha is like that Mishnah. Utanana, we have a Mishnah that tells us, If a person digs a pit in Rosh and somebody else's Shar Hamar falls into it, and that Shar Hamar dies, the owner of the bar is Chayiv. And that's possibly the clearest way of saying that Mafkin Zakov is Chayiv. And that's a stam Mishnah which means Rabbi Yechon holds of that. So Gemara says, you're right. It's really Rabbi Yechon who holds the Mafkin Zakov as Chayev. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yechon Amar Chayev, Rabbi Lazar Potter. That means that if Rabbi Yechon holds Mafkin Zakov as Chayev, then Rabbi Lazar holds the Mafkin Zakov as Potter. But how could that be? We quoted something different before. What did we say? The Rabbi Lazar said in the name of Rabbi Shmuel that there are two things that a person doesn't really own, but the Torah treats it as if he owns it, and one of those was the Barbashar Sarabim. Mashma very clearly, the Rabbi Lazar holds Mafkin Zakov as Chayev. How could we say that he holds Potter. So Gemara says, like Kasha, no problem. Hadidei, hadirabe. One's his own shita, one's his Rebbe's shita. Over here, it's Rabbi Lazar quoting Rabbi Shmuel, meaning Rabbi Shmuel holds Mafkin Nezakov as Chayev, but Rabbi Lazar himself holds Mafkin Nezakov as Potter. We're going to stop here for the day and pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.